Elizabeth, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Adam. I'm happy to be here. Here we go. That was actually kind of fun. The, the fact that Riverside can do that, you just push one button and it cancels this background noise. That, that was awesome. I know. The stuff that technology will do for you right now. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Well, listen, Elizabeth, I'm so excited for this conversation. Just a little context for the audience. We're deep in season three, adoption of marketing mindset and the employee experience. And many of you know, my point of view continues to evolve as I learn more. One of the interesting things that has happened is... Uh, you know, we talked about marketing mindset for about a year. And I realized I, I, I wasn't, this was maybe one of my biggest mistakes, maybe biggest opportunities to learn, which is this idea that it could be trained. Now, sure, it could be evolved, but it's almost like saying we no longer need attorneys. We're just going to think like an attorney. We don't need accountants anymore. We're just going to think like accountants. No, we need expertise. We yes. need folks who have experience and knowledge. And Elizabeth, chief people officer and i am so thrilled that you come with marketing background into the conversation and uh, i just want to talk about your background real quick marketing communication just if you were to describe your journey to where you are now elizabeth how how would you describe well i i've had like a, a really amazing career journey i spent um 15 years in marketing prior to joining my company right now, which is One Digital. And um, so I came into the company to help build a marketing mindset, a team, a brand. And um, so I was always focused on this uh, client or customer um, point of view. And I was here for seven years doing that and building um, building our external brand and working to, to bring in new clients. And <clears throat> we were growing from this, um, uh, we were growing with acquisitions and new team members very quickly as a company. And my CEO came to me and said, hey, I really feel like we have an important role to fill within our company, and that is um, to help us not just maintain, but continue to grow our amazing culture. I need someone who's thinking about our people in our culture 24-7, and I think that you're that person. And so that was about seven and a half years ago. So I moved from a completely different role of being in marketing and thinking strategically about all of our external customers and changing that internally. I was a little afraid at first, Adam, I got to be honest with you. Um, I had no idea what this was. Um, I, we started talking about what does this job description do? And I, and I thought, okay, we're, I'm really good at talking to and introducing these new teams into our culture and understanding what is additive both for us and for them as we grew as a company. What really threw me was as a part of this conversation, it was kind of like an add-in. He said to me, oh yeah, will you manage HR? (laughs) And I thought, I'm a marketing person. I, I don't know how to manage HR. I don't even know what this is. It feels really technical. And so it was, it, it was 
a great opportunity in which I knew I would be challenged. And the way that I, I thought about it, and I think this fits with your mindset, is making sure that our, our people here at One Digital, I just had a smaller, more compact customer audience. And if I could know and understand them and what their needs and what their motivations were, I, I could succeed in this job. And I think that it's brought a whole new way to, um, to, to look at how HR can contribute to the overall strategy of the organization. I mean, you as an organization, you're ahead of the curve from, from where I sit. Because the CEO saying, hey, uh, let's bring in a marketing leader to focus internally. And you saying that's a, you know, you have a small audience, your customers, and, and it's a, just a, such a simple yet completely like a, it's a paradigm shift. <laughs> because when we say, you know, people are important. Yeah, they're important. Yeah, kind of important. But look at all the resources we put into external communication and technologies and meeting them where they are, and, you know, the, to make sure it resonates in the channels where you just go on and on segmentation, personalization, all of these things. Right. But our people internally are important. Let's move on. But it's your biggest investment. If people look, if we look as at what the spend is in the company, our people are our biggest investments across the board. We spend a lot of money in a lot of different areas, but if we're not looking to get the best people in here, we, if we're not inspiring them to, um, to stay and want to be a part of this and become part of our brand, then we've missed the boat there. Um, we're just, it's just a churn type situation and no marketer wants that for their customers. And no internal leader, um, not just the, the head of HR or the chief people officer, none of us want that churn either. It's way too much work. It's way too expensive. And um, if we focus on our people as our customers, then it, it changes the ballgame there. Completely. Well, my promise to the innovators listening is to dive deeper. So we're going to dive deeper, which is we're going to talk about the people and the process of what we look at as the emerging market, which is the adoption of marketing mindset within the employee experience. And um, Elizabeth, how do you think about it from, you know, chief people officer, do you have a separate team that's going to now be supporting the, you know, meeting them where they are? And we'll talk about the process, but who, who is going to do the work that it takes to market to this internal customer? Yes. Um, great question, Adam. I think that, when, when I was in the marketing role at this company, I was also doing a lot of internal communications just because we lacked that role. Um, and then when I moved over into this HR chief people officer role, I leaned on marketing to help tell the story and um, where I felt a gap, and don't get me wrong, our marketing team is amazing but their first priority is driving new business and communicating to our current customers. And so I, I almost felt like internally we were 
we were the redheaded stepchild. Mm -hmm. We never got the attention. We weren't always at the top of the billing. I was frustrated by not being able to, um, to pull together my agenda. Cause what I realized is I was talking to our, my customer, our employees was that there was a lot of a really amazing things going on. They had no idea about it. Mm-hmm. HR does not typically think about like they're putting together all these, um, these great programs. They are having amazing one-on-one interactions. They're, teaching, they're training, they're doing all these stuff, but they don't think about it from the perspective of how do I market this? How do I let people know? And so what I found was over the years, we were building these amazing programs and doing all of this stuff. And so many of our people didn't even know about the resources that were there. They didn't know about the things that were in our store um, and, and all of the tools and resources that they had to be their best selves and, you know, live their best lives and what we as a company were doing for them. And so I knew that it was time, um, not just to try and push the HR teams to also try and be like amazing communicators, but that I needed to build a team within HR that was focused on internal communications. And they work hand in hand with our marketing team Mm -hmm. because you don't want your external brand and your internal brand not to match, to not Mm -hmm. feel like they come together. Mm -hmm. But we needed to have like specific focus. And I wanted a team that was really looking at what, what our, our message and our, the ways to communicate and to market ourselves internally, how we could do that and, and make that top of mind. There's so much that is, that sparked for me. I'm going to attempt to ask a question. Tell me if it's not clear because okay. in my head, it's still formulating. So when I think about, you know, the message, think about marketing, I think it takes like four or eight times when you, for, for someone to hear the message, to hear it for the first time, like yes. it depends where you look. And um, you're so right when there's an internal initiative of some kind, whether it be on wellness or benefits or really just about anything, the expectation is you've heard it once. Okay, how is it three years later? You don't know that we have this thing, right? right. It's like a customer. Hey, well, you saw this one time we told you. No, we keep re- reminding and reminding. Okay, so we understand that it's important to remind. Now, if you were to think about the composition of the capabilities of the marketing externally, and then you thought about the capabilities to market internally, right? You've got someone who's leading the way, and of course they must be in sync, but do you have a, is it gonna be a content creation team, video development team? Is it going to be data analytics? Like what, what are the things that are similar? Maybe what are the things that are different? It doesn't have to be current state as you, think about your roadmap of these capabilities and where you're headed. Hope that yeah. question made sense because I just... It, it totally does. Perfect. And the answer is yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> all of these things, you have to have all of this. So to, to go to the top of that part of the question and understanding that people are, um, uh, they need to hear things over and over again. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I realized... Um, Similarly, how some marketers get frustrated and they're like, wow, I sent that message and 
they didn't read it or whatever. I had our um, HR team sometimes say, yeah, well, I sent that message or I did that webinar a year ago or whatever to be able to teach. One of the things that your internal audience is experiencing with um, all of the HR functions is that not only do you have to think about hitting them several times, but let's, let's say you want to talk to them about your hiring process and what is, what are best practices to be able to bring on the, the right people. And here are um, some great assessment tools and here, here's the way to be able to go through that. You might put that information out and 95% of the people in your company don't, aren't in that mindset to look at that because they're not hiring somebody right then. So, um, so that's one of the things like you have to keep going and meet people where they are and everybody's going to be on a different cycle at a different time. Now to the technology and to the, um, the content for all of that, you need to have all these different pieces. We have to be able to create different types of content. Um, and you've, some people are going to love it from an email perspective. Some people are going to say, I'm overwhelmed with emails. I need to be able to find things when I need it at that moment. And I need a snippet that's a, a micro learning and it needs to be video. Or I want to be able to link, I want to do it in my time, which might be at eight o'clock at night versus when you want to push it at 8 a.m. in the morning. The cool thing is, is that when you're marketing, so for me at One Digital, our audience are um, are small to mid-sized businesses across the U.S. Hundreds of thousands of of groups that we don't know. At One Digital, we're approximately four thousand people here. I, it's a captive audience. I know how to get to them, and I've got some amazing tools to be able to do that. So here at One Digital, we are. Uh, we're basically a Microsoft shop. So we use Outlook and, um, and Teams and that whole stack. We are just scraping the surface here about how to pull those things together, how to make sure that um, we're, we're utilizing all of these different things so that our employees, we can meet them where they are because there's a lot of great tools in there to be able to do video or to, um, we've got a, a big project, sorry, I'm kind of rambling right now, but okay. we've got a, a big project going on right now to say, how does our, how do we integrate Workday and understanding exactly who this person is um, they're a manager of people and they're in this region and they work for this business vertical and all of these things. How do we feed them the information that's just pertinent to them? How do we get all of that to rise to the top um, in what we're doing and um, still let them search and dig at their leisure for more things, but we're not overwhelming them. Because what we hear from our customers right now, our employees, they are saying, I'm overwhelmed. I have a really busy job. I have all these different things. And I know you've got stuff, but 
I can't, I can't get to it when you're sending it or you're sending too many emails or we, you've got this intranet that has become such a mess that it, it's kind of where information goes to die because I can't find it. Um, and so what, what we are working on right now is how do we make sure that the most pertinent information for you as an individual, not all of us as a company, how, how can we feed that to you in a way that meets you where you are? You know, I was, and I keep laughing and, and smiling just because when, when a marketer or marketing mindset is applied to this internal audience, all of a sudden you go, whoa, captive audience, there's so much information. How do we get this information so that we can meet you where you are? And then in terms of communication, in, I imagine a state in which Amazon, right, had entirely dispersed silo teams. Mm. This one was marketing to you about the prime. This one was marketing to you based on the following behavior and the following, and then you were just inundated at different times from Amazon's different teams and you would just check out because it would be entirely too much. There is no yes. single view of your life cycle, which is, I kind of buried the lead. I should have maybe mentioned it before our focus <laughs> today, but we kind of led up to it naturally, which is how do we create a full employee life cycle it is thinking about it as a customer cycle you right. think about the phase where they are and what is relevant for them in that phase and you segment them because people aren't the same whether it is part of the recruiting onboarding or performance management or maybe are you a manager are you on your way to being a manager so i'd love for you because a lot of the innovators are convinced that are listening right for them it's more of a how question and of course how do we get resources from leadership and be in the position that you're in mm -hmm. so if you were to think about the employee life cycle and the adoption of marketing mindset how would you prioritize where and i'm sure it depends on the organizations and depends on industries but what, what, what how would you prioritize where to allocate the focus within the employee life cycle wow um you're right. There's a lot of different priorities. And fortunately, I've got different teams that are focused on not necessarily, um, they don't, they're thinking about life cycle, but they all hit at different points. Mm -hmm. And when I think about how I want to market to these different life cycles, um, Prioritization is hard, but I will say as an organization right now, because we are a high growth organization, we're always looking for great talent. Um, part I start thinking about that life cycle as someone who is not even with the company. I don't even think about the employee first. I think about how people are touched by us and they might be touched in, in some way through our, um, our, our external, that client brand, which is why you want to tie your internal and your external brand mm -hmm. so much together. But I want for them to know and understand and be like, oh, I'm hearing some amazing things about this company. Now, then you have to take a step back and you're like, where are they hearing this? Mm -hmm. um, are, there's so many people that the labor market right now is um, in a great place. Um, 
there's just been a lot of changes over the past few years and how you think about and bring on those people. And so I, I think a lot about that recruiting process first. Mm-hmm. Um, we worked on a project this past year with that we deemed project facelift. And we started going into um, where do people who are looking for jobs or those people who aren't looking for jobs, but are, who are great talent, where are they getting their information and what can we do about that? And when they start to interface with One Digital, what are we doing there? And we realized things like um, we were we were putting customer content out on our LinkedIn site and we might have a little bit of um, Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, but it was a lot of customer stuff. And so we thought, how do we start building cultural messaging in there? How do we start changing that platform? And then you think about, okay, you kind of tweaked and you got somebody's interest through one of these channels. Um, Where are people going to get more information that is non-biased? And they're going to places like Glassdoor and Mm. Indeed and, you know, some of these other platforms Mm -hmm. that we're not controlling all the messaging, but we can control our branding better there and we can stay on top of that. So I won't, it feels like a flip because we're talking about our employees, but getting the right employees in here and creating that brand from this marketing perspective, it starts out there. It starts out in the universe and you want to bring people in and, and set their mindset up as they come in. And then of course we think about life cycle all the way from that point. What, how do they grow? How do they look at this place as more than a job, but as a career, these are things that I'm sure all of the innovators that, that listen to you are, are doing themselves. And we want everybody to be ambassadors. So my team is a fairly small team to do what I consider very ambitious work. But I also think of every single employee as a brand ambassador for One Digital. And how do I arm them with that language? How do I arm them with um, information that they can go out and, and talk about our company and get people interested in in joining and wanting to stay. And when you're passionate about that, as I obviously am, even after 15 years of being here, um, it it is it starts to sell itself. You know, I want to talk about glass doors just for a bit. <laughs> just just be, you know, I've been thinking a lot about it because I continue to switch between two worlds: the customer externally and the customer now internally and we often think about reviews as the thing that that helps us decide right on amazon you search for something what's the first thing we look at right we look at at the reviews restaurant what do we look at we look at reviews Mm -hmm. and when i think about reviews for from employees on glassdoor in a way it's both it's an entry point for a new recruit and it's your final score on your performance of the employee life cycle yeah. in, from the lens of those who liked it the least. <laughs> That's in so many true, cases. Adam. I, like, I think about this and, and uh, when we started having these conversations about these external platforms, it was kind of like I had somebody say to me, 
why do we even want to bother with that? Mm -hmm. Like that is the place where people go to complain. Like those are our worst customers. Those are our our people who are just not going to say good things about that. And, and so I took it as a, as a marketing challenge to say, how do we turn that around? What do we do there? Mm -hmm. Because a a site like Glassdoor should not be something that you ignore. It is a very powerful marketing tool. And, um, and there are steps that if you're proactive, that you can do that to help move that, move that needle. You have, you know, yes, people are going to go on there to complain, but how many people do you know that go on and, and say good things? And how do you know, like, if someone's just going to look and read those reviews, how much are they learning about your organization beyond the um, uh, beyond the reviews that are up there? There's um, Glassdoor has a, a great platform to be able to put those things in. So mm-hmm. we just had to change our mindset of that and think about it more as an opportunity that is uncontrolled. Um, but we could we could do a lot of a lot of that there and. Proofs in the pudding. I mean, we we started this project facelift. Glassdoor was a big part of that. We started working on all of those things, and um, we were awarded as a large um, a large employer one of the Glassdoor best places to work awards as voted by employees. And this was not a campaign that we like. You can't fill out the application and reply. You know, be feel like you've done a really good job on the application or, you know, turn in mm-hmm. different survey results. I mean, this comes from what anonymous people are putting out there. And um, it was not even something that I had my eye on, but I think it's a proof point that we've turned it around. And I know that our people use that as they, as one of the, one of the things that they talk about when they're like, Hey, this is really a great place to work. We've even had that said in a tough area like uh, like Glassdoor. Congrats. Thank well, you. Well deserved. And, and just a quick note for the innovators listening, recruiting as the application for marketing mindset and employee experience is really one of the first things I hear from those who are not just talking about stuff. Like many people talk about stuff and then it's all over the place. When you're actually applying budgets and resources and attention, if you're in an organization where recruiting is an important element, that, that happens to be a first one to go after. And uh, Elizabeth, it's really cool the way you're thinking about it with Glassdoor in mind. Uh, I kind of want to shift gears just for a second. You did say rapidly growing organization, and you briefly mentioned, I think, acquisitions, mergers. It sounds like um, you know th- this, this plays a role. The adoption of marketing mindset plays a role. How does that impact your, from an M and A perspective, your world? Oh, um, it's huge. Um, we we do approximately twenty to thirty acquisitions a year, and those might be small. It might be five people. It might be two hundred and fifty people. Um, the 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 range of those um, those acquisitions is all over the place. But it's important, I think there's, there's a lot of consolidation happening in our industry, but just across the board. 
And um, if we're not thinking from the people and culture perspective of how to make sure that we're involved and have a seat at the table with M&A, then um, let's just say that you probably have a lot of work to be done on the backside to fix things. Mm -hmm. So I love it that our M&A team from the very beginning involves people and culture. Um, that's what we branded our, um, our HR team as, um, we we're a part of the process from not just due diligence, but at the meeting point mm -hmm. when, um, owners are trying to make decisions. So we're part of the, the cell. We're mm -hmm. part of like, here are the things that you and your people will experience here. But we also are part of what, what we call here at One Digital basically a no asshole rule. So when, when people come in to meet us and we meet them, we're really looking to say, are these people that we would enjoy working with, that we feel like are additive to our culture, that, are, that, that we can help them get better, but they're also helping us get better. It's not just a numbers game. Mm -hmm. It is about the people. And so getting involved up front and having a seat at the table to help understand if you're bringing in the right people is, is really important. And again, being able to tell your story the right people that we want to bring in, those people who care about their people, who are um, are have a growth mindset, and are thinking um, ab about how not just their firm, not just the dollars, but how everybody gets better and grows from this. Those people are really interested in what we have to offer their people, and. Um, and so being able to articulate your employee value proposition, this kind of goes back to work with your marketing team or have an internal team yourself that is really good at helping refine those messaging messages and developing content for you to be able to use in those M&A discussions. It's, it's really important that that all comes together and that, of course, you have a seat at the table to be able to, to put that out there. Because like I said, it's, a, it's an important and vital selling tool for your M&A team. And um, it also, it helps to give feedback about who are the right people to be joining this organization, just like we would do in a recruiting process for an organic hire. You know, my first career was investment banking, and I remember just looking at the staggering stats of failure. With mer and, and I think this is, I know this is the main reason why. Yeah. That's the main reason why they, they failed. Uh, fascinating. Well, I, I've got a, probably a million more questions <laughs> to ask you, and I think that we could write a book just following your journey, and, and, and maybe we should. We're writing a book now. We may reach out and then just continue the conversation. But I, I want to check in on two things. One is a little bit on the technology side, people process mm -hmm. technology, and then, of course, advice for innovators listening. But first on the technology side, you've already mentioned Microsoft ecosystem because it's already used, and I think... Tell me if, if I'm on the right 
track and I'd love you for you to double click and, and share more. But when we think about customers, the first question when we communicate is where are they currently? Where are the eyeballs now? Right. Because introducing new platforms, uh, good luck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do we apply that same the same mindset internally? I, the one thing that I think about that we have an advantage by having this internal audience and knowing that they have to use some of these tools. I think Adam, that there's a, as there's a good, it's change management, but also there's a stealth element of the, the, and this is where I'm, we're not good at it yet. Like we're still learning. We're still trying to figure this out. But if you have a tech stack that is fully integrated and it doesn't feel like you're having to click out to do this or mm -hmm. go somewhere else to find this, if, if it can come together in this seamless way, then you, you can use a lot of different types of technology, but it feels like I'm all, it feels like one experience to the mm -hmm. user. And that's the goal that you want to have because you'll lose them. I've found in my experience, if they're having to jump here or, oh, I have to find this. We need to help make people's jobs easier. <laughs> um, we want to be able to feed them. And this is goes back to what we were saying earlier about meeting people where they are. And so... I, I think I'm still sort of testing this theory and we're still trying to learn, but we can integrate a lot of these things and have it bubble up through a single platform that helps. It just pulls everything together. So people don't feel like, oh, okay, this is, I'm getting an email that's telling me that I have an action and work day that I need to do. And I should click on this to, cause I'm not really sure how to do that. So that takes me out to my learning um, development uh, application. And, and then how do I get back here? And, oh, I want to be able to download this, um, this presentation because I'm going to see like, where are all of those things? And um, I, we've, we, are a company that has a lot of different um, business divisions. We've got corporate teams that are offering all this different stuff. It's overwhelming. People are like, I, there's so much stuff. And back to your example earlier about Amazon kind of hitting you from all these different silos. Forget it. Yeah. What we want to be able to do is, is grab all of those different things, understanding that they're different, but how do they bubble up to you for a single experience? And I think that's our challenge right now. I think that for all of us that are trying to do this, really looking at what we need to do and how we integrate things more and meet people where they are. And here's the thing. <laughs> Good advertisers do that for us as customers all day long, right? You, it's like stealthy. You have no idea that you clicking over here has generated totally. this interest over here and all of these different things. We can do this internally. It's not rocket science, totally. although it feels like it sometimes. And um, we just need to demand better for our people 
and continue to work towards it. And I think that there are um, companies and um, different tech stacks that are really working to help that. You would know about that. <laughs> I would, Elizabeth, absolutely. <laughs> but but that, hence the emerging market. We're now asking bold, audacious questions of saying this is where we want to go. And uh, what, what's really cool about it is we already have a precedent. Yes. We, we know what impact they can create. So now we just have to, um, I think, you know, just take one step at a time in that direction. And, and you doing this podcast, you sharing where you're at, and I'm sure innovators listening can get a sense for how advanced your thinking is. Um, so my last question would be advice. What, what would you what would you say to the innovators that are all listening going, yeah, this is, this is awesome. What advice would you give them? I think right now I'm telling this to my people on my team as well as don't accept. We can't do that as an answer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just don't. If, if you experience this every single day, it can be done. We have to continue to push and to ask and demand these types of things. And um, so sometimes when you're working from an internal perspective, you feel like your resources are a little bit smaller. You don't have the giant marketing budget. You don't have all of these different things. It's not the business um, to, to, to um, invest in all of this because um, it's not, immediately tied in a lot of leaders mind to growth but it is it is mm -hmm. such a part of your growth strategy is reaching these people retaining these people creating ambassadors all of these different things it is for most of us people are the single biggest spend so when we invest in what we're doing we need to we need to do it in this area and communication and reaching them where they are is the best way that we can do this. We can pull in all the bells and whistles and programs and projects and benefits um, that continue to, to build in um, what we're able to offer. But if people don't know about it, it falls on deaf ears, it's a waste of money. So you have to pair the two. So I would just say, don't get discouraged. <laughs> There are answers out there. I don't have the answers, but I never say, I never back down in a corner and say, okay, I guess we can't do this. I'm always like, there has to be a way. I'm going to talk to the atoms of the world and find out more things. I'm going to continue to educate myself. And this group of people that you are building, Adam, are the, the people that can continue to challenge that. So we should continue the dialogue and listen and ask the questions because we'll just keep learning from one another. Super inspiring, Elizabeth. Thank you. Uh, just appreciate your time and appreciate your brilliance. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about that. I feel like every single day I'm learning and there's more that, that I know that I have to do, but I'm, I am very happy to share my thoughts here because I, I obviously am very passionate about what we're doing and I just feel like there's great opportunity and um, just really neat things on the horizon. Let's keep pushing. Thank you. Over and out. Bye. Amazing.